Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, January 11th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bred Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemot, and it means names. Exodus 3, 1-15 Now Moses, tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, The priest of Midian drove the flock into the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of Hashem. An angel of Hashem appeared to him in a blazing fire out of a bush. He gazed, and there was a bush all aflame, yet the bush was not consumed. Moses said, I must turn aside to look at this marvelous sight. Why doesn't the bush burn up? When Hashem saw that he had turned aside to look, Hashem called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. He answered, Here I am. And he said, Do not come closer. Remove your sandals from your feet, for the place on which you stand is holy ground. I am, he said, the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at Hashem. And Hashem continued, I have marked well the plight of my people in Egypt, and have heeded their outcry because of their taskmasters. Yes, I am mindful of their sufferings. 
I have come down to rescue them from the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land to a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the region of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now the cry of the Israelites has reached me. Moreover, I have seen how the Egyptians oppress them. Come, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh, and you shall free my people, the Israelites, from Egypt. But Moses said to Hashem, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and free the Israelites from Egypt? And he said, I will be with you. That shall be your sign that it was I who sent you. And when you have freed the people from Egypt, you shall worship Hashem at this mountain. Moses said to Hashem, When I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they asked me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And Hashem said to Moses, yod vav He continued, Thus shall you say to the Israelites, I am sent me to you. And Hashem said further to Moses, Thus shall you speak to the Israelites, Hashem, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This shall be my name forever. This my name for all eternity. Matthew 8, 18-34 Now when Yeshua saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart to the other side. And a certain scribe came and said to him, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. And Yeshua said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And another of his disciples said to him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Yeshua said to him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we'll perish. And he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And when he had come to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, there met with him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Yeshua, son of God? Have you come to torment us before our time? And there was a good way off from them a herd of many swine feeding. So the devils besought him and said, If you can cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine, and behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. And they that kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everything and what had happened to the possessed of the devils. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Yeshua, and when they saw him, they besought him that he would depart 
out of their coasts. Psalm 10, 1-15 Why do you stand far off, O Lord? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? The wicked in his pride does persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasts of his heart's desire and blesses the covetous whom the Lord abhors. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Your judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his enemies, he puffs at them. He has said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He sits in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret places does he murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lies in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He does catch the poor when he draws him into his net. He crouches and humbles himself that the poor may fall by his strong ones. He has said in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the humble. Wherefore does the wicked condemn God? He has said in his heart, You will not require it. You have seen it, for you behold mischief and spite. To requite it with your hand. The poor commits himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness till you find none. Proverbs 3, 7 and 8 Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. I want to speak to you today from our reading from the Torah portion from Exodus chapter 3 and 4. And I actually want to backtrack a little bit and look at the final concluding two verses from chapter 2. And those verses read as follows. Hashem heard their moaning, and Hashem remembered his covenant with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And Hashem looked upon the Israelites, and Hashem took notice of them. So basically, the father is noticing and seeing the condition of the people, that they are oppressed, that they're under cruel bondage, and they're crying out to him. And he's remembering the covenant that he made. So let's jump down now to chapter 3, verse 7. Or chapter 3, verse 6. He said, The God of your father, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at Hashem. So first, the Lord has identified himself, Yodhe Yahweh. He has identified himself as the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And then in verse 7, he says, And Hashem continued, I have marked well the plight of my people in Egypt and have heeded their outcry because of their taskmasters. Yes, I am mindful of their sufferings. And 
Remember the basic principle that biblical history is prophecy. The things that happened to our ancestors will happen again in the end of days. That that the things that happened are a prophetic blueprint and a template for the future last days generation. So as we read through this chapter and we see the cruel bondage and the slavery and the oppression of the Hebrews under the Egyptians and under Pharaoh, we have a similar situation going on today. We see God's people and a lot of people under cruel bondage and oppression and under tyranny from the deep state, from the globalists, from the Klaus Schwabs and the uh, Bill Gates of the world, but also under the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, tremendous oppression and violation of human rights. We had lockdowns and mask mandates and forced jabs. And so we see an end-of-days B system that is being constructed before our very eyes. The apparatus and the infrastructure is nearly all done. We now live in a police surveillance world globally. There are actually more CCTV cameras in the United States of America than there are in communist China. And so it's this surveillance system with all the 5G towers that are going up and all the cameras that are going up. And basically it's a digital prison that is being constructed so that everything that you do, wherever you go, wherever you surf on the internet, There's all this surveillance. They're spying on us. And so, verse 9, chapter 3, verse 9. Now the cry of the Israelites reached me. Moreover, I have seen how the Egyptians oppress them. And even as we cry out today globally in our prayer closets, we cry out to the God of Israel. We cry out to Abba Father and we say, Father, look at our oppression. Look at our slavery. Our wages are so small, and inflation is terrible, and it's hard to put food on the table. It's hard to put gas in the gas tank, and our wages are almost worthless, and we're under under oppression. We're under bondage. We're under slavery. God is going to hear our cries as we cry out to him, and he's going to remember the covenant that he made with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. What is that covenant? The covenant is that he promised to give Abraham and his spiritual descendants the promised land. All of that land over there in Israel. He's going to give that to Abraham's spiritual descendants. And so he's going to deliver us once again. Because you know what? We can have candidates come along and say, I'm going to drain the swamp and I'm going to make America great again and all of that. And that all sounds fine and dandy. But really, the swamp is global. The swamp is this public-private partnerships that goes on where government is in bed with the Chinese Communist Party and governmental officials are in bed with um, the big tech leaders like Twitter Twitter and Facebook and Amazon and Google. And so these public-private partnerships, there's all this corruption that goes on. And so the CEOs of these large big tech companies 
they're not voted in. They don't care what your wishes are or what your needs are or how you vote. They just make their unilateral decisions of what's best for their bottom line, which is profit. So the corruption is global and the big tech companies they don't know national boundaries. They're everywhere. We have Microsoft in China and employees from China that work for Microsoft. And so they are not, there's no allegiance to any particular country or nation. So as we continue to cry out and ask God to deliver us, to redeem us. He is going to pay attention to our cries, just as he paid attention to the cries of the Hebrews that were living in Egypt. He's going to take notice, he's going to pay attention, and and he's going to act. So I encourage you, continue to plea, continue to cry out, continue to cry out to him in prayer, and Make your case before him in the courtroom of heaven. Have you lost a loved one because of a COVID jab? Have you had to quit a job because you refused to take the COVID jab? Have you uh, had a reversal of some kind because of these tyrannical policies? Cry out to the Lord. And of course, yes, we can take local action. Local action has a national significance, as Michael, General Michael Flynn likes to say. We can take action, but we need to pray first, cry out to the Lord, and then get our marching orders from him in our prayer closet. So as we continue to cry out, I believe all of these cries are going to go up into heaven, into the throne room, into a huge bowl. And it says in the scriptures in Revelation that our prayers are like incense. And when the bowl of incense in heaven is full, when it's completely full, there's going to come a moment in time when an angel is going to light that bowl on fire and tip the bowl over, and the answer is going to come. And what is that answer? Well, Yeshua is going to return, and we're going to begin to see the judgments that are spoken of in Revelation begin to roll out. And in fact, I believe some of the early judgments that precedes the Great Tribulation period have already begun. But that's another lesson for another day. Continue to cry out. The Lord hears. He pays attention to our cries. He sees our situation of oppression and bondage and tyranny, and he's going to act. Have a blessed day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.
The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.